welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is James Short, and uh, we've got some uh, we've got we've got a legend on the line today. A legend he is. His name is Prosper Taravinga, and this dude, this legend, this guru, is uh, from a company called Live Long Digital. It's a uh, it's a digital marketing agency that is the movers and shakers within the real estate space. These guys are, their ROIs, which is the return on investment, is going through the roof with some of their clients. It is phenomenal. I had been having some good chats with him as of late. And I said, dude, we need to get you uh, on the on the podcast. We need to interview you. So uh, Prosper's been around for, for a number of years and he's been working with a number of different businesses out there. But let's hear from the man himself about the journey and, and what's formed and shaped him to where he is today. Prosper, really excited to have you on the call today. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, when you were introducing me, I was like, who is this guy they're talking about? <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So let's, let's hear about the story. Let's, let's, How did you get to where you are today? Let's share with the, the audience a little bit about that journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for this platform, by the way, James. Um, I just really want to start off by saying, I viscerally believe that if anyone is out there doing something they absolutely love, they should be profitable and actually enjoy what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? So this whole digital marketing game, it actually reminds me when I first came to Australia, James, um, it was in 2011, you know, I was coming from Zimbabwe with nothing but a backpack full of hopes and dreams. And um, I was alone. I had no friends, you know, I had no, nobody knew me considering I'd just come into the country. And that was really, really um, painful. Can you imagine these days when you're living in a city that's the size of a box and nobody knows your name, you know? And uh, yeah, so I really wanted to belong. I really wanted to be accepted. And I figured, you know, if I had a unique sort of talent or expertise, that would, you know, go a long way because the market responds to the man who is giving value to the market. So, um, yeah, I just started off working in a, a restaurant where I was um, washing dishes. You know, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> so yep. um, the guy was an Italian, um, you know, restaurant here in Ligon Street. Um, those that are familiar with Melbourne and um, he had no online presence at all. So back in that time, that's when uh, Urban Spoon was just coming up and it was just that um, aggregator to write reviews for restaurants. And I was helping him out with that and um, his Facebook and, um, you know, one thing led to another. He then actually promoted me from uh, washing pans to actually tweeting and um, <laughs> liking and sharing. And who would have thought, I mean, boy from Africa coming to get paid to sit on the computer to be on Facebook. So yeah, I just started learning. And as you can see, it's been a long journey, uh, learning, learning, learning. Um, among the things that I've also done was um, a modeling course, which actually then helped me with my public speaking, with my, uh, you know, outside persona appearance and extreme confidence. I mean, you can tell, can you, can you tell that? Oh, dude, you're all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I did it. that and I was also helping. Um, so in, in, in that scheme of things, there was a lot of digital marketing that uh, needed to, to happen. And um, even though I started off with restaurants and then went on to like, um, you know, fashion people, I then consolidated uh, in the last sort of um, year or so because I've also become a real estate investor. So I didn't want to be learning 500 different things and then go on and do something totally different. So I thought, why not 
consolidate my passion, which is the digital marketing with my ambition. And now I'm on a track to uh, purchase 10 properties in 10 years. And in the process of me learning, I'm helping, um, you know, those that are in the industry to actually have businesses that are profitable and enjoyable, like I said earlier on there. Awesome. Awesome. So, so let's then fast forward to the now and, and let's talk about digital marketing. What are you finding is, is, you know, because it's, it's such a broad, I guess, term when people have got, I'll call it how it is. People got no idea, right? They go, I know I need digital marketing, but what is it? Firstly, how do you help people? People come to go, I've got a challenge. I've got no digital footprint or I've got no digital marketing. I don't know what it is. How do you help? What are some of those challenges that people come to you with? Absolutely. A lot of people know what they do. Um, they know specifically who they can do it for, but they have no way of actually getting that person to actually convert. Okay. So when somebody comes through uh, to me, maybe they're a licensed real estate agent, they know how to lease the property. They know how to, you know, spell out the specs of a property and what's good about that place. But people buy on emotion, people buy on the things that they hope to become. And I don't think that sort of language is prevalent in a lot of um, real estate agents that I've, you know, been in touch with. I mean, just recently I saw um, a, a, a post, somebody saying um, 750 square feet um, on a luscious property, contact me. Um, I've got the goods um, or, or I, I, or something like this will buy even if you're not, you know, um, this will sell even if you're not involved or something like that. So it's, it's a whole lot of, um, you know, let's sell, sell, sell instead of actually creating a relationship and actually nurturing those leads and knowing that the thing, the asset that these people are actually purchasing is, an, is, um, is either something they're going to leave as a legacy on their part. So it's not like they're buying a shirt or something like that. They need to be able to communicate with their audience in a way that they get them to know, like, and trust who they are, um, especially on the real estate agents there. So true. So true. And I think what you're saying is you're really sort of bridging that gap because, you know, I call it, I call it being institutionalized. What happened? And what I mean by that is, is it's a big emotional investment for people buying and selling property who don't do it as an investor, but they do it, you know, here or there. And where I see a lot of people in the industry, they don't allow for that. And they don't allow that communication of the, that emotional element to it. It's just like, it's just a transaction. And I think it's important as you, as you really pinpointed is understanding that communication process, understanding that journey that people take and understanding their little pain points and their frustration. So you can be there to, to offer and, and provide value and serve the, the client as well. So yeah, so true. So true. Absolutely. So, I mean, I feel sorry for the, um, the guy from Ray White, uh, in Northcote, if you're listening, my man, you're probably not going to get business from a lot of people. Now, this <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, two, 10 years ago, not um, five years ago, my, my wife's parents, bought, they died um, not, not at the same time, but one died 10 years, the other one died five years ago. And um, as, as, as is normal, the house is now up for the market to be sold. So the real estate agent came across and he, he was off the sell, sell, sell mentality. And he was telling them, uh, you know, in that suburb, 
it's it's not going to rise. This is the best amount that you have that you're going to get from the vendors. Let's sell right now. Let's sell right now. If you wait again another two years, you might lose this pro. You might lose the value that this property has. Um, three years down the line, that property has doubled in price, and my wife has since been in and around that area and has noticed that. And she was talking at a barbecue to her sisters and to relatives and saying, never, ever use this real estate agent because it ripped us off. We could have all held that property for two more years, but maybe you just wanted a commission. So it's things like that, that you don't get repeat business. And it's a lot of, um, you know, people that you spend a lot of time looking for these leads. And if you don't get repeat business from them, then you just you know, trading on water. So my real story here really is we need to take care of these people that we're dealing with, especially if you are working in a small area, you need to really, um, you know, help these people by actually helping them. So true. So true. So let's, let, let's share, I guess, you know, you've had a journey obviously to get to where you are today. What's been, I guess, some of the challenges that have, that have shaped you and molded you that you've come out the other side, but you've learned the lessons along the way that have, that have, formed and shaped you to where you are today? Absolutely. Like I'm saying, people buy from people and they buy from those they know, like, and trust. So no matter how good you are in your work, this is who I was. I was really good and proficient at what I was doing, but people didn't know who I was. People had not heard about me and they did not trust me. So I could stand on top of a town hall and clamor that I'm the best at this digital marketing thing. But if their relatives, or if they don't have a referral that says, I'm, I'm really good at this, um, then, you know, whatever I was saying, I was just a high sounding nothing. So basically you, you really got to make sure that, you know, your, your, your brand is known. Uh, people actually get to understand what exactly you help them with, because just being a real estate agent, um, you know, you've got buyers, sellers, and investors. So if you're not really specific on who your target audience is, people will just know you for that, but they won't refer you with work. So it's, it's, it's a lot of challenges that I really then had to zone in on. Yes, it's digital marketing, but you know, are we talking Facebook? Are we talking Google? What are we talking about? Are we talking doctors? Are we talking lawyers? Who do you want to help and how can you actually help them? And, we're here now. So it, it takes 21 years to be actually 21 years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what about, let's go on the flip side. What are, what are you, what are some of the wins that you're most proud of that, you know, you can beat your chest and you go, you know what, I'm proud of that moment. And that's really helped me to, to take me and, and you know, the business to, to another level. Absolutely. Just yesterday, I think after we finished our meeting, um, I, I went on a call with um, a new client that I've just recently acquired. So, their marketing is all over the place, just like anybody else. They have no clue where their actual leads are coming from. They're doing everything, but nothing is uh, being measured because what doesn't get measured doesn't grow. So they don't want to let go of maybe the older tactics that they have, which is radio. And I just really have been bringing them along and really telling them that what was yesterday is no longer um, you know, happening. So essentially in the last three weeks, we've been working together. They've managed to secure 12 leads, one of which actually converted. Um, so, and, and we're just only getting started. And that's like, I think a $650 uh, property that they, 
they have sold with that person. So in one month, I've already proven to them that this is the results that we can get for you. If only you really, uh, less is more really, if you're going out and your message has to be succinct. So I've managed to consolidate their message, consolidate all their marketing, and now it's targeted. It's, you know, because you can't hit a, a, a target that you, you can't see. So, so true. So that's, true. That's where we are now. Now, we, we, you know, you, you've seen a lot of businesses, you've been in businesses, you, you've run businesses, you, you've, you've helped businesses. Let's talk teams and leadership at the moment. And, and you've seen some great teams, you've seen some not great teams, you've seen some great leaders and not so great leaders. If you, if you look at leadership and if you look at teams, what do you notice with, from your experience makes up a championship team and, and what makes up a, a great leader? For, what are your thoughts around that? Emotional intelligence. Anything else can revolve around that. You can't lead people that don't respect you and you can't lead people that don't understand where you are taking them to. So you have to actually go down to their level, understand their own understanding of where they're at. Um, I can give you a specific example between you and me. We know what a Facebook page is, but today on Facebook, I actually saw somebody holding a seminar on how to create a Facebook page, all right? So wow. you can imagine you really need to go down to the level of where your, your people are, especially if they're gonna be employees. And if you're the person doing the hiring, I really advise to hire on attitude instead of competence because you can always teach skills. All right. But if somebody has a bad attitude, especially with the work that I do, um, if it, most of the work is done remotely, if that person doesn't turn up to meetings on time, doesn't show up, their work is messy um, and everything else, but they're really good at what they do that person would go. You know why? Because we have a brand to protect. So if you've got the emotional intelligence of really understanding where people actually are and meeting them at that exact point, you will win more than, um, you know, you, 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 you put out out there. Yeah. So true. I think emotional intelligence, it's such a, it, it, it's, it's something that's not talked about. And I think, you know, the more we investigate it, the more people learn about it, the more people have that self-awareness, then we can actually then have that team awareness and really lead and inspire teams that, you know, as you said, are based on the, the attitude and based on the values characteristics rather than just that, that school base. So totally, totally agree with you. So let's talk, let's talk mentors. You've had some, some great mentors over your time throughout business. Well, who have been some of those mentors that uh, you've utilized their information you've learned from you, you've been guided from and what, what are some of the things that you've learned from them? Absolutely. So I, I can't really pinpoint specific people, but I have people at specific junctures of my life that have been pivotal. Um, the first one being Steve Brossman, who, when I had all the information around my, uh, you know, my, my digital marketing, I just needed a way to put it all together. And we came up with the online prosperity blueprint, which has since, um, you know, skyrocketed and, you know, it's, it's become more famous than I am actually, which, <laughs> which is something else, but um, we, it was intentional. And um, half of the time is you, you, you learn, um, I, I believe, in these three values, you're here to live, you're here to learn, you're here to contribute. And I read extensively from uh, people's 
that are contemporary, um, people that are past and people that are up and coming. Cause you never know who the next Bill Gates is, or you never know who the next person is and what they are actually going through in order to create that. And since they're contemporary. So yeah, I, I owe quite a lot to Elon Musk, you know, safely just because he's just one hell of a guy who's doing things that nobody would ever think of who would shoot a Tesla into space for no reason. And the fact that he's a South African boy, it also just gives me <laughs> the hope that, you know, no matter what I'm doing, I could just, you know, um, you know, look to the side and chew on, on glass, like what he says and stay into the abyss and um, go through. Yeah. And I've also learned um, something from you right now, James, that you need to create content for um, you know, your audience in order for them to actually get value off of what you're saying. So we're always learning, James. So true. So true. So if we talk digital marketing, if you talk pieces of advice, what would I guess be three pieces of advice that you could give the listeners around that digital marketing space? Absolutely. So digital marketing is vast and there's so much noise, smoke and mirrors around it, but you only need to know three things, right? And these three uh, things are three M's. You got to know what your message is. You got to know what the market you're sending that message to, and you got to know what media is responsive to that message. All right. So your message basically is who you are, what you do and why people need to hear that from you. All right. You need to be very specific about that aspect why you, why not Johnny or Sally down the block, all right? Now, the market, the market is who is willing and able to purchase or listen to what you're putting out, all right? Some people, yes, they can be your um, audience. Some people can be your target market, but are they willing and able? And do they have the same worldview as you actually do have? Because not everyone is your customer. So you, if you're going to be attracting people that you don't want to work with in the end, it takes a while from uh, start, you know, you, you styling somebody's property and then they probably want it in a different way, but you understand and know what the market needs. You know what I mean? So you got to know, you know, how to communicate with both sides, the vendor and, and the, and the seller, that is who your market is. Now the media, the media varies. Okay. What we're doing right now is we're trying to pass on a message through maybe zoom or you're going to use YouTube or Facebook or whichever way that is the media a hundred years ago. Coca-Cola had the same message, open happiness. They used trucks, they used newspapers, they used um, TV and radio. Right now, that same message, open happiness, is still being broadcasted through blogs, influencers. It's the media of the day. So a lot of people really jump onto the media aspect before they have a message or know what market they need to bring that message to. And then they just spraying and praying with the media and the media takes your money for sure. You know? <laughs> so if, if anything, that's one thing that a lot of people need to really consolidate on. So true. I love that saying spraying and praying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, so what's coming up for you? What, what's, uh, what does the future hold? What, what are you working on? What are the, what's some exciting stuff that, that, uh, that's coming up for you? 
Absolutely. So the beginning of the year, I started um, a directory for small to medium businesses, but I'm going to expand that to real estate um, agencies. And I'm actually going to be creating just like you're creating this sort of content, but through webinars with experts so that we, um, you know, real estate agents can actually get, um, you know, the direct conversations that are actually happening on the market. And because what, what I feel like they know a lot of is statistics, right? But they don't quite know how to connect with humans because this is, this is an experience game. And as much as Rolex is not selling watches, they sell luxury. With real estate, we're selling experiences. We're selling people's future, you know? So once people get to know and know how to actually speak, I'm going to be creating podcasts and content, um, you know, that's going to cover this, this space. And um, yeah, you're probably going to be on the next one. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So how can, how can the audience find out more about what you're doing and, and follow your journey? Well, absolutely. I'm prevalent on LinkedIn. All right. And also on my website, www.livelongdigital.com.au. And um, for those that will be following on LinkedIn, I will be helping them to turn their LinkedIn profile from being the CV that it is to actually becoming a landing page so that their, their customers can actually be sold as soon as they land onto that page. Because right now they're missing out on a lot of opportunities because they're telling us where they went to school. Uh, that's not helping me as an investor or as a buyer or as a seller. I just need to know what it is that you can help me there and then. So that's, basically how I can help people if they come to my LinkedIn. Fantastic. So check it out, livelongdigital.com.au and Prosper. I'll spell, spell it for the uh, audience, T-A-R-U-V-I-N-G-A. Check, it, check him out on LinkedIn. Um, connect with him, have a chat with him. You'll certainly uh, be blown away with uh, the amount of resources that you've got. So really appreciate your time, energy, and uh, wealth of knowledge this afternoon, Prosper. Mate, always love chatting to you. And I uh, thank you once again. Absolutely. Thank you for your time, James.